tried going solo right after esthetician school and it was literally a disaster. Okay, so there has been so many changes since my last episode. I think my last podcast um, episode was in like April. But since then, I did graduate esthetician school, y'all. And I am officially licensed here in the state of Texas. Um, and a, um, well, I shouldn't say in a town, but I live on the outskirts of Houston in a town <laughs> called the Woodlands. So that's where you can definitely find me. But let's just hop right into it because I literally like have so much to talk about. Like I'm going to have to have many episodes on all the things that have been happening upon graduating. Okay. So quick backstory. I was so ready to work after graduating. Like literally if you are an esthetician student or, you know, any type of beauty, beauty professional student, you know, that being in school, is like, it's not just like a Monday, Friday thing. Like you need to be there. Like you're trying to get those hours in. So you're always at school meaning that you can't really work, you know? So your girl was behind. And like, if you listen to my previous episodes, you know that like, I used to work literally overnight. Like I would go to school all day, go pick my son up from his school, get him showered, get him in the bath, tuck him in at night and literally work from like 8 p.m. to like 4 a.m. Oh my god it was just disgusting and I can only do that like a few days a week so you know your girl was behind on like everything like I was like touching the service on like all of my bills it was crazy um so yeah quick little backstory yes I graduated yes I passed my boards on the first time thank goodness um and yeah you know I in the meantime learned that I have a very toxic trait. I am an overachiever. And uh, yeah, so now that's out of the way, let's freaking talk. Okay, so sorry, guys, I had to like get my thoughts together. (laughs) Okay, so I uh, graduated esthetician school at the end of May, and then I took my um, boards. I went up for TDLR to take my boards in June. Um, And like I said, I did pass on the first try. Heavy flex, because that test was harder than I thought it was going to be. But anyways, uh, so yeah, I I would say about a month before graduating, I ended up getting a job at a salon um, that was 30 minutes from my house in the Midtown area of um, Houston. And when I went for my interview, you know, everything was cool. Like she hired me right on the spot and she let me know that like, basically I was going to be their only esthetician. So in my, you know, esthetician student mind, I was like, okay, hmm. you know, I was a little worried. I was like, but that's okay because she's obviously going to teach me things because she already knows that I'm a student, you know, red fucking flag. Okay. Okay. Cause I don't know shizzle about nothing. Like I don't know nothing. I only know what they teach us in school. And we all know that school only teaches us how to pass state board. So the salon is 30 minutes away. Everything is friendly. But um, I mean, I'm sorry, everyone is friendly. Um, my spa, like she, she's a hair salon, but she has like one little area for an esthetician. It was like a little spa area and it was beautiful in there. Like it was cool. You know, she was bringing me clients. I had a couple facial clients, but child, the only thing that was beautiful about the whole situation was the room. Okay. Because if state board were to walk in that room, child I would literally 
be fined. Like, everybody would be fined. Let me tell you. Nothing was up to par, like, as far as regulations go. Like, she had a bunch of towels for me to use. They had hair on them. Um, The products that she had were, like, no bueno. Like, it was only Dermalogica, and it was, like, the most basic of the basics. So it's, like, you're charging these people all this money for these facials, and they're not getting anything spectacular. So I would, like, straight up tell them, like, you know, this is a basic facial, like, I'm sorry, we don't have these products, blah, blah, blah. And I'm telling this lady, like, what to order, like, what I need for training, you know. And she's not really, like, comprehending, like, she's taking the cheap way out. And so I'm like, no, I don't have time for this. Like, first off, it feels ethically wrong. And then the second thing is, like, we are literally a representation of ourselves. Like, in this industry, you stand alone. No matter who you work for, you have to have like certain expectations of yourself and certain like morals and ethics because at the end of the day, you don't want to be screwing people over, you know, because that is not a reflection on the company. That's a direct reflection of you. So I had to go, y'all. And let me tell you, I was just like, oh my God. So I left. um but I was still you know determined to go completely solo now minding you I started working there after graduating after graduation but before taking my test so yeah so after I left I was like you know your girl gotta go um so with that being said uh I I don't know I was just I was really upset I was a little depressed because I was like you know this is my first little esthetician job and you know this is not working out like what the fuck you know and um so then I was like, okay, bet. So I kept shopping around for salons. So um, one of the girls in my class referred me to this girl who had suites, who was like opening up suites and she had like multiple suites within her suite. So I went to go interview with her and I was going to get it. Me and another girl, another classmate of mine were like, we could, we could get this together. And so the suite was like directly centered from like she lives on one side of Houston I live on the other side of Houston and Houston's pretty big and it was in the middle so it was like 20 minutes for me and like 30 minutes from her so we went to go and the suites were nice like they were just regular decent suites or whatever and um you know we were gonna get it so we went out to lunch and I just kept thinking like when we went to tour the suite in my head I'm like Morgan it's like something was telling me like Morgan you're moving too fast like don't do it so, um, we didn't sign the lease or anything there. Like we had, after that, we had like toured and went to go eat. And then logically we we're just like, it doesn't make sense. First off it's in spring. She lives like in Houston. I live in the woodlands and it was like just too far, you know? And then it just wasn't making any sense. So there was that. So this is once again, after I graduated as well, but right before, like literally directly right before I took my test. So at this point, my routine was just off because I spent all of my days going to school, going to work and taking care of my son. Like that was literally my days. So the fact that this didn't work out, like I was like, you know, not this sweet. Not that I was like, um, what's the word? I don't even know the word, but not that I was like deterred, I guess. But it was just like fudge, you know, like I'm ready to like, I'm ready to do this, you know? So with that being said, now I have ample time on my hands because I'm like in this period where I'm waiting to take my test. So I'm at home studying, I'm sleeping and I'm just going through it. And um, yeah, I don't know. It was just kind of difficult. So my son ends up leaving to California for the summer um, and I just have nothing but time on my hands. So I'm getting like a little like depressed kind of like because I'm just like I'm so used to being gone all day that now I'm like here in my thoughts, you know, like I'm here at home. Um, in my thoughts, I didn't change my work schedule at the restaurant I was working at because I was miserable there. Like, so I kept on working 
the overnights that I was there and like I could have picked up more days but I just didn't have it in me I'd rather like study and I honestly I feel like that job was just to get me through school and once that once school ended that job at the restaurant should have ended as well luckily it didn't right then and there because I would have been really screwed but that's just what it felt like in my mind you know so I was just going through it um so boom here we are me depressed blah 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 um but you know I just decided to give it to God so I took my test uh, the written part passed it. Whoop. So happy. And then I had to like schedule my, um, the practical and they didn't have any openings here in Houston. So I had to end up going out to San Antonio and I had to wait like two weeks. Cause I was like the first opening. So once again, here I am at home. You know, I think I did pick up a couple extra days just to like catch up on my bills, but I was just as like going to that restaurant just felt dreadful because it like had memories associated with like not getting sleep. Cause like I said, like I would go to school all day pick my son up and literally work from like 8 p.m. to 4 a.m. just to get back up at 6 30 to get my son on the bus for school to come maybe sleep for one hour just to be at school by nine o'clock so yeah it just like had bad association for me and like me I'm just like an energy type person so anywho I end up taking my test I, I just like I said I gave everything to God I was like God if this is for me you'll let me know I did interview with somebody else um in spring texas which is like in her in her uh suites were like 17 minutes away but once again that didn't feel right because i want my clients to be like in the town that i'm in which is here in the woodlands like i don't want them to have to commute so like i said god is so good y'all literally after i passed my test my um practical test the next day european wax center calls me and I heard so many bad things about European Wax Center. But when I got that call, I don't even remember applying there. I, I must have did this like before school. I mean, I definitely did it like before I graduated school. But they called me and they were like, hey, you know, we want to get you in for an interview. I almost didn't answer the phone because I didn't know who it was. And I was like, okay. Um, so I go in for the interview girl or guy, whoever's listening. And I'm like, this is cool. Like I got a good energy from them and they were right down the street from my house in a very like affluent area and everything was great. So I'm glad like I didn't listen to the controversy of European Wax Center because I've been there for almost two months now and I freaking love it. I work at the top center, um, in Texas, the number one center in Texas and the top three in the nation. Like, I don't know about what other people are going through, but our European Wax Center, like, we're killing it. You know, we're getting good money. Clients are in and out. I've learned so much. And then I still have my own business on the side. And <clears throat> at first I was feeling like, damn, you know, I should still get another suite. But in reality, like, I'm not going to do that because the people don't mind coming to my house. And, like, I have a nice little area. So, like, I still do lashing from out of my home. And then I'm leaving next month to go get microblading training. So once again, y'all, I have been praying and praying and literally I have an interview on Saturday to do lashes for a girl that needs lashes at her. She needs someone to do, to do lashes at her salon and she's going to do commission with me. So I'm going to interview and literally I've learned to just like let things come to me. Like literally it's so important not to like chase because like you just chase shit away. Like you have to just literally give it to God, put the work in, you know? actively do things but like don't chase and I promise you things will just come to you like my blessings have literally been coming from like out of the sky ever since I quit like chasing things you know um so what's next for me is I'm not going to be doing microblading and ombre brows for my house just because of like um you know just like blood and things like that like you have to be very particular about things like that um so 
um, if I do end up going with her, I am going to like do that there from, from there as well. Um, and that'll just give me like the confidence and opportunity to like really build my clientele because I don't like bringing everyone to my house. Cause first off, you never know like what people are on. And on top of that, like I do have a child. So I am always very particular, um, about who comes over, but nonetheless, y'all like, I just have so many like things to share with y'all. If you're not already, make sure you're following me on Instagram, Skinistry Aesthetics. That's S-K-Y-N-I-S-T-R-Y Aesthetics, A-E-S-T-H-E-T-I-C-S. And um, follow me on there to follow my journey. It's crazy because I'm leaving for Omaha, like I said, to get this brow training again. I've already gotten brow training once, but you know, you got to keep up with it. And it's been a while since I've done any kind of brows. But the lady, once again, <laughs> what happens when you uh, attract and not chase? Like, she's so, like, thankful that I'm coming to her from all the way from Texas to Omaha. And she's such a beast, y'all, that she's actually going to teach me for free how to do permanent makeup lips and eyeliner. She's, like, literally just, she's so sweet. She's so genuine. She's picking me up from the airport. I don't have to get a hotel. Like, she has a, a guest home. She's like, you can stay at my guest home. She's like, if you need to bring your son with you, I totally understand. You can bring him. Like, she's just really, really sweet. Like, and, like, when people are like that, it just really makes the world go around, y'all. <laughs> so, yes, if you're not ready, follow me on Instagram and TikTok. My Instagram name and my TikTok are the same. I will be dropping another episode in a couple of days. Um, write to me if you want to like know anything about European Wax Center. My next episode is probably going to be about life so far at European Wax Center because I think it's time to like break the controversy. I know that a lot of them are individually owned. Like ours, our family, the family that owns ours, are like really um, a really a decent family. You know, they take pretty good care of us. So European Wax Center is like not my end goal, obviously, but it is a great. I'd say a great job where I'm at um, for somebody fresh out of school. So you do get a lot of good training. I know for me and um, in my business right now, it's lashes, waxing, um, and microblading. Eventually, I may drop lashes and just focus on skincare because I definitely want to, you know, bring that um, element into my business. But skincare takes a lot of training. So once I take the time for that, once I perfect what I'm doing now, I'll decide, you know, when's a proper time to introduce that. So yes, y'all, I have some good episodes coming for y'all. I am going to have two guest speakers um, so far. So yes. And if you want to be a guest speaker, go ahead and hit me up on Instagram. I'm super friendly. I will definitely love to chit chat and get you on the episode. Okay, besties, I'm getting ready to handle my business for the rest of the day, but I cannot wait to, you know, hear from you guys. Hopefully you, y'all right, reach out to me. Let me know what you want to see, and I will uh, be chit-chatting with you on our next episode. All right, y'all. Have a good one. Mwah.